to This is the Day with Pastor Wade Scarborough. It is our prayer that something is said or done to make your walk through this journey called life a little lighter and brighter. You can follow Pastor Wade at Real Pastor Wade on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter. He looks forward to walking with you on this journey together to breakthrough, victory, redemption. Pastor Wade is anointed and experienced in multiple areas of life. God uses him to have us look at our challenges in ways we may never have seen before. Now the moment we've all been waiting for, Pastor Wade Scarborough. This is the day. This is the day. This is the only day that the Lord has made. Let us rejoice and be glad in it. What's up? What's up? What's up? What's up, people? This is Pastor Wade. This is your boy. Thank you for joining. This is the day with Pastor Wade. You know it's an honor and privilege. You all know it. Come on, y'all. Man, I think y'all really don't understand how it really is honoring and humbling uh, for you guys to take your time out to listen or to join the conversation because a lot of you give feedback on my Facebook, Instagram, Twitter at Real Pastor Wade. Uh, and I really, really appreciate that. So those are just not lines. Those are really coming from the heart. I genuinely appreciate you guys support that actually listen, that actually comment, that actually getting something out of it, that uh, lives are changing. All I'm doing is just widening your gaze. God is just using me to give you a bigger perspective on everything that's going on and give you some tools on how to walk through this journey that we call life. Because listen, this journey, man, it ain't easy, man. As we walk through this global valley experience, as we go through the valley of the shadow of death, we shall fear no evil, for thou art with us. Thy rod and thy staff shall comfort us. Thou preparest the table in the presence of our enemies. Thou anointest our head with the oil. Uh, our cup runneth over. But surely goodness, surely goodness shall follow us all the days of our life, and we shall dwell in the house of the Lord forever. I'm telling you, y'all, I appreciate you. Also, for those joining us for the very first time, come on, man. Can I just, I, I'm giving y'all an air hug right now. I, if I saw you, because I would come in, listen, forget social distancing. That's just not my thing. There, it, you can say all the social distance you want, but one thing that will never, ever stop is we will always gravitate back to each other. And listen, a hug is more powerful than any mask or anything any virus could ever be. A hug can heal people right now. If I saw you right now, I would give you a big, gigantic hug. Listen, you can try to run from me, but listen, if you don't want me to hug you, you just better walk away because I'm coming in for the real one. I would be giving you a hug right now just in appreciation and just to show you my love and appreciation for you because you could be doing anything right now, but you decided to join this conversation. No matter where you are in the United States or anywhere in the world, we have people all over the world listening to this show right now, joining this conversation. So I just want to thank you in whatever part of the world that you are. I do not take that for granted. And thank you for joining. This is a day with Pastor Wade. Now, let me tell you what this discussion is all about. Come on, y'all. We like discussing various topics that the church body does not talk about on a Sunday or at a Bible study or shut down from talking about altogether because of the sensitive nature of the subject. All of us, no matter what we think, feel, or believe without judgment, will not be made to feel like our feelings or opinion are not valid, and we can have a conversation freely, honestly, openly, as my boy TV said, keeping it 100 here on This is the Day with Pastor Way, listen, y'all, we are in the disciplines of faith. We already talked about prayer. We already talked about confession. We already talked about repentance. Now we are in meditation part two. So if you haven't uh, listened to any of our conversations before, go on any podcast platform that you use right now and you can catch up. 
Before we talked about disciplines of faith, we talked about how to apply faith. So now from how to apply faith, we talked about now the disciplines in that. Then before how to apply faith, we talked about uh, how to treat one another. That's major right now because uh, people are treating each other terrible. We're talking about uh, family members, friends, brothers. I mean, just everybody's treating each other bad. They're choosing sides and for no reason and condemning one side for not believing what the other believes. It's just a big uh, mess right now. So definitely how to treat one another is major. Like Jesus, like God said, well, Jesus said it, but this is the way God feels. How can you love me whom you don't see and you don't even love your neighbor whom you do see? That's why we're supposed to treat each other as we would want to be treated. And that's not, doesn't mean, well, if I wear a mask, you should want to wear a mask because you love me. That is foolishness. But don't get me started on that. And before that, uh, we talked about the 10 principles uh, for a successful relationship. So now we're about to go into the discipline of meditation. Part Two, so definitely go back and listen to other conversations. And then if you join us for the very first time, listen, we have this thing. Like, you know, when we when we get on this plane, we go take off together. So we always ask to make sure your seat and tray tables are in the upright position. And uh, if you feel any turbulence on this plane, that is God shaking at the very root of anything that does not belong on this plane. And if you're listening on the radio, Uncommon Radio Gospel Network right now, listen, uh, I want to say send much love to you and I hope you're listening with somebody. And then even if you're in your car or in your home right now, listen, turn, look at them and say, you ready? Look back at them and say, I'm ready. Then let's go. What do we say discipline is? Discipline is an activity, exercise, or a regimen that develops or improves a skill or training. Come on, y'all. It is an activity. You know, exercise, something you got to do daily, consistently. Or a regimen. That's what regimen means. Come on now. Something that you do daily that develops or improves the skill. So we're talking about improving the skills of being the disciplines of faith. That's why prayer, when you talk about confession, repentance, now we're talking about the discipline of meditation. And this ain't the Tina Turner version and what's love got to do with it with the Ore Gimio that we ain't talking about that. No, we're not talking about that. We're talking about uh, biblical meditation. And if that's your thing, because we got people that's listening to different parts of the country, that's fine. So this is about connecting to God, the supreme being, the higher being. And listen to all my uh, Gnostics out there, my atheists, uh, my Christian atheists out there, listen, to uh, that don't believe that there is a God, or you want to call the God the universe, stop it. God has a real name. <laughs> so let, let's call, for this moment right now, let's call on him. So, discipline of meditation, part two. Here's a question. What happens when we practice this discipline of meditation? Ooh, Pastor Wade, I'm glad you asked. <laughs> We're going to answer that question. Understand this. Biblical Christian meditation helps us produce a more intimate relationship in Christ so we are not superficial with our faith and study, giving us the ability to trust him more fully and be extra obedient. This refocuses us from our agendas and thinking and the ways of the world. As a result, we ponder upon God's word, his nature, his abilities, and his works. Meditation, y'all, watch this, helps us to, quote unquote, quiet ourselves uh, in lieu of the noise of our will and aspiration. Ooh. Ooh. Because you know our our will and aspirations, you know, what we want to do. You know, our goals and all that kind of, those can be noisy sometimes. And that can drown God's voice out. Oh, boy. I'm going I'm to leave that alone. So we can think about God. What When we have a calm heart, 
we can better become prepared to grow in and know him and do the work he calls us to do. First thing, meditation aligns our thoughts to his way, helping establish our character and maturity, overcoming our negative thoughts because what we think on is what we behave on. Thus, meditation is very important. So what a man thinketh in his heart, so is he. Or you ever heard of you are what you eat? You are what that, that's physically and also what you put in your body spiritually, what you meditate on, what, what you constantly meditate on will eventually come out. So what you put in your body will eventually manifest itself out and come on, come out in some way, shape or form. Next thing, meditation helps us to be focused on God's word. Psalms 119, 105 tells us God's word is a light unto our path. God's will or a God's path is paved with his word and our understanding obedience of that word. It is, watch this, our responsibility to make God's word the primary focus of our lives and not an afterthought or an I'll do it when I have time to do it. Oh boy. Oh boy. I'm, I'm glad I'm not looking at nobody right now, you know, because we like to get around things of God sometime when we, <sighs> we like to schedule God in versus, you know, meditate on God day and night and schedule our life around God. Oh boy. Did I, am I in trouble? I think I'm in trouble. It must be a number one on our to-do list. A good classic way to do this is use the Bible as a prayer guide. All you do is read and pray. This in classic Christianity is called meditatio. That's M-E-D-I-T-A-T-I-O. Scriptorum, meaning meditating on scripture or lectio divina. Y'all know, know I got that Latin going on now. Reading the divine. That's what that means. Or praying in scripture. These practices date back to the early church and Middle Ages. This is not study or exegesis. Let's get that clear. This is not study or exegeting scripture. Exegesis means you're break, able to break down the scripture. This is not that, which is always good to do. Rather, it is internalizing what the Bible is telling us. The primary purpose is to gain uh, more from a passage with reflective prayer. To do this type of meditation, choose a Bible verse. Read it several times and ponder over it and over in your mind. You will be amazed at how much you will memorize and know, then grow. The Psalms and the Epistles of John are a good place to start with this. Definitely the Psalms. John, uh, some people like to start in the Gospels, but uh, you can never go wrong with David and Psalms. When you talk about a man after God's own heart, you can never go wrong with uh, King David. So also meditation is first and foremost, watch this, our reflection on Jesus. It is not just listening to our own needs and desires. It is also giving genuine contemplation to God's word and his call to respond to others. Oh boy. Hey, don't hate the messenger. I'm only a messenger. Meditation. Next thing is seeking guidance for life in and from God's law rather than in the planning from ours and other sinful nature. <laughs> See, somebody going to get upset at me. Listen, listen, I'm, hey, you could choose to receive it or not. I know these are some tough things. I know we've had some belief system on what we think meditation is, but I'm just trying to give you what meditation actually is. So, you know, you can adjust accordingly. It's up to you. Once again, meditation is seeking guidance for life in and from God's law rather than in the planning from ours and other sinful nature. So stop doing it just because your friend is doing it. Stop doing it because, uh, well, you know, 
they want to do Pilates and, you know, yoga and uh, they want to take you to this priestess or priest. No. Learn to do biblical meditation on your own. Trust me, any self-help book, anything has usually been derived from the Bible, the Tanakh, I should say, the Torah. You know, don't let don't get me started on the New Testament. Uh, but at least when you go Old Testament, those never change. So listen, don't do it just because other it's a fad thing or you think you're doing exercise. That's why when you talk about yoga and all that kind of stuff, that's your astral projecting into the spiritual realm when you do those poses. I know we like to say, oh, you know, we're exercising and stressing the body. No, you're actually uh, doing a spiritual thing. But I, I'm going to leave that alone. Next thing, meditation is on God. Psalms 19 and 14, because we need to focus our thoughts on who God is. We also need to know his attributes. Knowing who God is will enable and help us to focus on our trust in and relationship with Christ. Knowing who God is will allow us to praise him more effectively. Listen, you, you're, you're able to give good gifts or able to give more of yourself, the better you know somebody. So when you're more, the more you know somebody, the better you're able to understand them. You know what they want and what they like and what they don't want, and what they don't like. So that's what any anyway, it's, it's part of meditation. You got to get to know the person. That's why if you're going to meditate, meditate on the word day and night. You got to, the reason why you're doing that is to get to know God better. What does God really say? What is God thinking? Even though our, our ways are not his ways, our thoughts are not his thoughts. We, we, thoughts. we would not know every single thing or every way God sees it, we will not know it. But listen, you can get a great idea and stop trying to fill in the blanks on what you think God may say or think or do. If you haven't heard from God on an issue, it's okay. But also God has also written down his will for your life. So sometimes you just need to find his will in the Bible. And then if you're still unclear, pray about it and meditate on him day and night. And he will begin to open doors as, through your choices. Oh boy, that's why your choices are everything. This day I set before you life and death. You choose. Some people talk about, I'm waiting on the Lord. Well, this is the day I already set before you life and death. You choose. Then people want to pray for things and stuff. Uh, sometimes you just need to pray, God, put me in where you're blessing. Wherever you are, God, that's what I want to be. Oh, boy, they don't like that one. I know. I know. You want me to give you the name and claim it conversation that you can lay your hands on it and, you know, you're going to be a millionaire and you're going to win the lotto and all that kind of stuff in, in the next 10 minutes. No, I can't do that for you. But what I can do is God's going to bless your life regardless. But what he's trying to get straight is your lifestyle and do it for his glory. And then also win souls for the lamb's role. Listen, that's, that, that, that's, that's really what it comes down to. Love your neighbor as yourself. Love him with everything and love your neighbor as yourself. These two hang on. Oh boy. Y'all still like me? Hit me up. Real Pastor Wade. Wade is spelled W-A-I-D. On Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, let me know. Just, just, just send me a hashtag love Pastor Wade, something like that. You know, love my brother. Love, just put some love. It's a love thing. That's all this is, y'all. It's a love thing right now. Also, next thing, God has given us a wonderful gift, our minds. We have the ability to process information and to discern our situation. Still, this is a difficult task. We tend to prefer the easy way out, ouch, which does not involve too much thought. This is the result of our fast-paced and fast-food society where we want the burger now. We want our information now, too. Meditation slows us down so we can absorb more of him in our lives. Uh-oh, uh-oh, uh-oh. Let me say that again for somebody because, listen, listen, if you don't get nothing else from meditation, you need to get that. 
God has given us a wonderful gift, our minds. We have the ability to process information and to discern our situation. Still, this is a difficult task. We tend to prefer the easy way out, which does not involve too much thought. This is a result of our fast-paced and fast-food society where we want the burger now. We want our information now, too. Meditation slows us down so we can absorb more of him in our lives. Oh, my, that is so good. Also, the mark of spiritual persons is that they seek to know more about the Lord and finding his will. It is up to us to meditate and focus our hearts, minds, and souls on who God is by his attributes, by our praise to him, and by the leading of the Holy Spirit. Out of this must come obedience and righteousness. We are called to live our lives as led from the mouth of God. God means for us to act upon what he reveals to us. Come on, y'all. That's major. What about this one? Relationships are built as we listen to God's word and align ourselves according to his foundation. He equips us to meet the emotional, physical, and spiritual needs of one another. So we are not just listening to our own needs and desires, but also giving genuine contemplation to God's word and his call to respond to others. Meditation helps us center upon him and away from what is distracting and wrong. Come on, y'all. Listen, meditation is key. Come on, it's, that's what that's what during this pandemic, that's why meditation right now is so key. Because one, you should be examining yourself. Also, everything had been shut down. For the last year, we're about to go on one year, y'all. One year year the world basically was shut down or at least the united states of america and then if you live in california which is a prison right now basically it'll be one year here in a couple of days literally and we just said happy new year and there was nothing happy about it because we just brought the same foolishness over to 2021 so it's really 2020 a halftime it's really the second half of 2020 i say after the the State of the Union address after they give us all these fancy numbers and buzzwords and how everybody's got vaccinated. And listen, whoever needs my vaccine, you can go, you can go ahead and have it because I'll never, ever get it. So you can have mine. So if they say they're short, just say, listen, give me Pastor Wade's vaccine. So you can take my doses. Now, Johnson & Johnson got their one dose now. So listen, do you. So if you need one, there, there, there's two out there for you. Uh, just say, just drop my name, Pastor Wade said I can have his. So uh, there you go. Let's talk about a little bit how to begin meditation. And then we're done. See, meditation is easy. When you talk about meditating on the word day, day and night, it, it slows us down, you know, in the hustle and bustle of the world. You know, now that uh, during this pandemic, everything was slowed down, you should be gaining even more a closer relationship with God. You should be uh, knowing the word inside and out. You should be knowing him inside and out. There ain't nothing else to do. Oh boy. How do you begin meditation? To begin, pick a passage. Remember we talked about that and meditate on that passage. So you're not just studying it, but also allowing it to impact you. Reflect on it, ponder on it, and think on it so that you are seriously repeating the passage in your mind. Then the memorization and application will become easier since the verses will have taken root in you. And let me tell you this, for those people that do that and want to memorize verses, don't take them out of context either. Y'all know I'm big on context. Context is, is major. A lot of people are taking a lot of verses out of context. Like if I hear one more person say, well, the, Jesus said, you know, follow laws of land. Jesus never said that. 
there's not one scripture where Jesus said that. Jesus only said, render unto Caesar what is Caesar's, and he was talking about taxes. And then if you want to use Paul's uh, letter, it's a letter. He was a Jew, and he was also a Roman citizen. So when you talk about submit to the laws and lands, he was not writing to me and you. Don't get me started. And then when, if you want to go and say, oh, that's still follow laws of land. Well, the law of the land is the U.S. Constitution. And people still don't know that. They think just because the world or the government has mandated to wear masks, they think that's the law of the land. And that is not the truth. That's why a lot of pastors and bishops that remained open, they knew the law. Even though, you know, they had to go to court to fight for it, they knew the exact law. People are mixing apples and oranges. Follow laws of land. Well, you need to know the law of the land, first of all. People don't even know Miranda. They, you have the right to remain silent. They don't even know that part. That's all they know. Come on. They, they don't know nothing else. So when they talk about laws of the land and, and stop being in fear, get knowledge and know it. But you got to meditate on these things and know exactly what you're talking about. The, oh, boy. Somebody don't like me already. But this is this is true. That's why when people take out of context of different scriptures, memorize scriptures. But when they talk about civic to government, you got to look at the context of which Paul wrote that letter to in Romans. <laughs> Got to look at the context that he wrote it in. So he was writing to a, a specific group of people. Now everybody want to carry that over into now just because they're scared. Oh boy, I'm going to leave that alone. So when you talk about meditating on scriptures, the first thing you got to do is desire. Desire is key. You have to want to seek him out of, uh, for a deeper personal relationship. First of all, you need to want to pray. Got to want to do that. To hear his voice and then meditate as a form of worship. That's Psalms 27 and 8. Start by asking God to give you understanding through the spirit and his word. So you got to have desire. You got to want to do it. Listen, and I know sometimes, you know, we're not in the mood to pray or, do, you know, do that elongated thing or, you know, get on your knees and, you know, and Father, I come before you. No, you ain't got to do all that. Sometimes you just got to say, God, I need help. God, I just desire. Can you can you imagine King Hezekiah? If you don't know about King Hezekiah, he was sick. He was about to die. And he began to pray and he'd be like, he, he, he began to talk to God. And it said after King Hezekiah finished, he said, God granted him 15 more years. <laughs> See, some and and dude about to die, he didn't go into some elongated, elongated uh, uh prayer. My man just went in there because he had the desire. Listen, God, talk, hook me up, talk to me. <laughs> what can I do? I've been serving you. What's up? And he, he, I'm trying to I'm trying to make a little light of it, but we got to get to that point. That's why uh, even a lot of people right now, uh, when you talk about, quote unquote, in hospital beds or all that kind of stuff or the people that are falling ill, things like that. Listen, maybe you can use this time instead of uh, worrying about vaccines and masks. Why don't why don't you talk? Look at this time about getting closer to God and say, hey, God, look, in the days of King Hezekiah, you granted him 15 more years. He, heal my body and I'll live for you. Try that. Maybe that'll work. I'm just I'm just saying he did it for King Hezekiah. He'll do it for you. You know how many people I've seen that he done that before? Just to get your attention. Sometimes maybe things that happen to us uh, is just to get our attention. I know when God's trying to get my attention on something, I'm just like, you know, when stuff just don't seem to be going right, because things, a lot of things go right for me. And I'll be like, when it don't go right, I'll be like, whoa, whoa, whoa. Am I off track on something here? And me, I have to, okay, oh, God, you're trying to get my attention. I, got, I, need, I need to refocus. I need to meditate here. I need to get right. <laughs> I need to get that get right. You got to know about that, but you got to have a desire to do that. Next thing, you got to make a decision. Give meditation 
your priority time. Daniel did uh, in Daniel 6, 1 through 3 and 10. Uh, Jesus did in Mark 1, 35 and Luke 6 and 12 and 22, 39 through 46. Make your appointment with God and make your commitment to carry out his call and principles in your daily life. Allow the Bible to become the guideline for your life and practice. So desire and make a decision. Next D, determination. So first thing you had desire. Next thing you had to make a decision. Now you got to have determination. Ah, I love this one. Make a commitment to focus your thinking upon his word and on reflection. Then solve, then resolve it uh, to keep it up. Learning to meditate is like learning a new language. It takes time, effort, and use. Do not be discouraged. We are all beginners at meditation. So you had desire, made a decision, got to have determination. Listen, you got to be consistent. You got to listen. You got to say, God, I'm going to make this thing happen. I'm going to develop this relationship with you because God is always just standing right there just he's already in relation with you, but he wants you to do your part in the relationship. That's what makes it a relationship. Next thing. Oh boy, we almost done y'all is expectation. Expectation is major. God will be there to receive you. And he is gracious, good, eager, and responsive. Come to enjoy him, to be with him. He will, he will be with you. Use of contemplation, hymnals, devotional guides, etc., are also Good. So listen, if you got to get in that place of meditation, if you want to learn how to be a praying wife, there's a book on how to be a praying wife. If you want to know how to be a praying husband, there's a book on that. There's many different devotionals outside of the Bible to help you understand the Bible better. So therefore, listen, there's a lot of different things that you can use to help. But this comes part of that desire. <laughs> See where the desire? You got a desire to get that. You got to make a decision to buy the book. And you got to be determined that you're going to get there. You got to have expectation. Also have a place for meditation free from distractions and stress. Jesus did. Oh, Jesus always, man, kick the disciples to the curb. Get out of here. Go to the other side. I'll see you on the other side. I need to go pray because you, you folks is just getting on my nerves right now. We just fed 5,000 people. Y'all didn't believe me. And then now I got to go pray to warn off the devil right now and to get in front of him because he's about to get in the way and I'm going to have to do a miracle so I can increase your faith because you're about to forget every single thing that I taught you except for one. And that was Peter. So you got to have a place to meditate for free from distractions and stress. Also, listen for God's word to impact you. This is again, my sheep will know me by the sound of my voice. This is the key. First, quiet your mind. That's why peace be still and open your will to him. That's Matthew 4 and 4, John 15, 7, uh, 2 Timothy 3, 16 through 17. Next thing about meditation is an aspect of worship and prayer. So do so specifically. Make faith-sized requests persistently. Also, pour out your heart to him and freely and fully do with confidence and gratitude. Oh, my goodness. Let, I, let me say that again for you. Meditation is an aspect of worship and prayer. So do so specifically. Make faith-sized requests persistently. Pour out your heart to him freely and fully and do so with confidence and gratitude. Next thing. Meditation may mean we have to get away from the noise, the noise, stress, hurry, and crowds as Jesus modeled. 
our will confuses us that what we think is urgent with what he says is urgent. You know, when we get busy, especially in, I'm in L.A. and, you know, this is life in fast lane. This is Hollywood. This is Tinseltown, baby. Everybody got to be on the move, not during a pandemic, though, a scamdemic when they shut everything down. Now what? Ain't nothing to do. You can't even go to the movies. I don't know what AMC and all them are doing right now. You can't do that. Listen. You got to get away from the noise and stress and hurry. Uh, ain't no crowds right now. Not really, except in some states. Some states are free, uh, <laughs> as Jesus model. Also, our, our will often confuses what we think is urgent and what he says is urgent. You know, sometimes we get too busy and then God has an urgent need that we need to address. And we too worried about uh, doing it our way. Oh, boy. Noise and busyness often sidetrack us from what Jesus has for us. He went away to be with the Father, so we must do the same thing. We must get away. That's why he had to leave so we can practice how to do, how to meditate him so we can commune with him. Oh, this meditation thing, why do you think it's a discipline? It's a practice. It's a regiment that uh, we must do. Also, we need to reflect, ponder, and seek his fellowship so we can further uh, uh, instruct it and empower to serve and glorify him more. We need to seek him, most important, healing of all that of our soul. We need to allow Jesus to touch us so our faith comes alive and our virtue becomes evident to those around us. Here's a question for you. Does God have to get you away from the crowd so he can meet your needs? Uh-oh. I'm going to leave you with that question. You need to answer that question for yourself. Does God have to get you away from the crowd so he can meet your needs? Answer that for yourself. And I want you to uh, give me what your answers are. And let's talk about it uh, on my Facebook, Instagram, or Twitter at Real Pastor Wade. And Wade is spelled W-A-I-D. Answer that question for me. Does God have to get you away from the crowd so he can meet your needs? Begin your meditation with these passages, and I close with this, Joshua 1 and 8, 1 Samuel 12 and 23, Psalms, uh, just all of Psalms, uh, Jeremiah 15 and 16, Jeremiah 29 and 13, Hosea 10 and 12, Matthew 6, 33, John 15, 1 through 5, Romans 12, all of it, Philippians 4 and 8, think on these things, Woo, I love that one, Ephesians 4 and 6, Ephesians 5 and 20, 1 Timothy 4 and 15, uh, Hebrews 5 and 12 through 14, 11 and 6, 13 and 15, James 1 and 5, 1 Peter 2 and 2, and 1 John 4, 10 and 19, ladies and gentlemen, <laughs> I pray that you're enjoying our time together. Thank you for tuning in to episode 10 of Disciplines of Faith. I thank you for all your supportive responses. New episodes will release every Thursday on iTunes and Spotify at 8 a.m. Pacific Standard Time. Please remember to subscribe and don't just listen to these episodes just once. Get them ingrained in your spirit. Remember, you can't exercise faith without discipline. For anything to become a habit, psychological takes 60 to 90 days, 66 to be exact. And remember in all thy getting, get understanding and then practice implementing what you have learned. And remember, Discipline is the key to discipleship. A special thanks to my man, Casey, Kevin Clayton at I Am Music Group, Erica Duff for the artwork and the Flow Therapy Morning Show with Coco B and Frank Nitty on the Uncommon Gospel Radio Network, Alex Teamer 
aka a team for the baseline pastor warren campbell that is my pastor i love you man and also lena bird miles for this is day intro and she also has a new album dropping that my pastor produced ha! shout out to shannon jackson and shay j entertainment and the holy ghost busters mobile ministry and a shout out to my man at the house of noho podcast show with julian payne he is a celebrity barber uh to all the stars if you're in the greater los angeles area listen look him up house of noho which is in north hollywood n-o-h-o i'm telling you he'll hook you up tell him pastor way referred you he gonna keep you looking clean like he keep me looking clean remember to subscribe to this is a day or whatever podcast platform you use you can also follow me on facebook instagram or twitter at real pastor wade and wade is spelled w-a-i-d and remember to post any subject titles you like discussed on this is a day facebook or feedback on your Instagram stories or what you thought about the conversation. Always remember, God believes in you and so do I. Till next time, this is the day. This is always the day for breakthrough, victory, redemption. Thank you for tuning in. Remember to subscribe to This is the Day with Pastor Wade on any podcast platform that you use. You can interact with Pastor Wade with questions, comments, or subject titles you would like discussed. You can follow Pastor Wade at Real Pastor Wade, that is Real Pastor W A I D, on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter. 